I'm scared to start sparring. Do you have any recommendations for a beginner? Um, absolutely. It, it is an intimidating environment. Boxing, it, it can be very scary. So very understandable. And that actually will help you. So if you are thinking about sparring, um, to all those who are listening and you are thinking about it, please have a conversation with your head coach. Have them observe you, have them monitor you. So I would just say, number one, understand that everybody getting into a sparring ring for their first time is nervous uh, and that use those nerves to help you stay safe. Use them to help your keep your hands by your face. Use them to help you to get away from punches um, and, and know that everybody started out the exact same way. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Legends Boxing Podcast. We're going to do something a little bit different today. It's just going to be me talking to you guys, but we're going to try a few different things. We also put out a bunch of questions um, or put a filler out there for people to ask their questions. And so we're going to take some time today and answer those questions. But I wanted to take some time right now to talk to you guys about our October 6th event. Um, it is our legendary weekend. It's going to be in tandem with our awards banquet. It's going to be such a fun night. We do these every year. Um, it really is just a great opportunity for us to get out of gym clothes and dress up and really all come together as a huge tribe because it's national and all of the locations and people from each one of the locations and owners come out for this legendary weekend. And last year we did it in tandem with a fight night. And so we're going to do it again. And it was so much fun last year and we had such a great time, such a good turnout, some amazing fights happened that night that we're doing it again. And a lot of people have already submitted their applications. And so we are really super excited. So tickets will be going on sale soon. We'll definitely announce that when that happens. But if you're not following us, make sure you follow us on any one of your social media platforms at your locations, Legends Boxing. Um, but also, if you have 10 seconds to, if you're listening to the podcast, go on there and leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, get, you know, help us get our ratings up a little bit higher and, and ask some questions and we'll be able to get on and answer them. So with that, let's go ahead and just jump right into a couple of new things we're going to do. So today I want to do a little bit of a different thing we haven't really done. We, we wear legend stuff all the time. But I wanted to take a minute to kind of highlight a specific glove and gloves are the most, in my opinion, wraps and gloves, absolutely uh, most important thing that we sell in our pro shop. And I have to tell you, out of the 13 years that I've been doing this, um, I have never come across a better Legends boxing glove than the Heritage Series glove that I'm holding in my hand right now. This it, it's it's full grain leather, cowhide leather. Um, the foaming in here is unbelievable. One of the things that I've always, always needed in a boxing glove is the ability to manipulate my hands and my fingers. And right out of the packaging, brand new, these have never been used before, I, I've easily able to manipulate uh, and use that, that part of the aspect of the glove. Um, the comfort inside here, I swear to you guys, it's like putting my hands in an isotoner glove. They're like really super comfortable. Um, the stitching, the material, everything, the, the wrist support, I'm, I am mind blown at what's gone on with these gloves. I use these personally myself when I train. Um, 
here at Legends and do the workouts. So um, you can find these at your your local. They come in four different colors. Right now, this is the newest color, the Blue Heritage Series. Um, they also come in in brown, black, and white. Okay, so take a look at them at your local pro shop or at your local Legends, wherever it is that you guys go do your workouts. Um, put them on. I promise that you won't be disappointed in and how comfortable they are. Great job to the HQ team for putting these together. So now we're going to jump into some questions that were sent out on the interwebs. And so thank you guys for doing that. I appreciate that. Um, and so we're going to jump right in. I think this is going to be pretty fun because, you know, some of these questions are going to kind of relate to this is history uh, and what, what's gone on in the years of legends. So uh, anyways, we'll jump right in. First one, um, and uh, I don't know who these are from. I really don't have any idea, but whoever it is, uh, thank you. And thank you for listening. Um, they asked, are there any perks I'm missing out on as a legends member uh, that I should know about? How can I get more one-on-one -on -one training? Okay. So, well, that's a great question. Um, so number one, if you're not, in, in my opinion, if you're trying to excel at boxing and get better at boxing, um, if you're showing up five days a week, then I would say no, you're, you're not missing out on any additional perks. Um, if you're showing up the sixth day, then that's going to help you condition as long as you're giving yourself enough recovery time, enough time to rest. Um, you can get a full body workout here at Legends. So when you come and you're consistent with it, you get worked out from head to toe. And so as far as that benefit, um, you're, you're getting and maximizing all the perks. Um, for those that want to build themselves up to um, five, six days a week, then you're still getting a lot of perks and benefits of what are happening. But one way to accelerate your boxing um, and accelerate it quicker would be one-on-one -on -one boxing coaching or boxing training. Um, it has been offered for many years in Legends. Um, it's it's one-on-one -on -one mitt training that we do. Um, but what I, I I have been informed is that there's a new program that's being worked on right now. Currently, it's in beta, and it's called the Legends Skills Program. So uh, I don't have a ton of details. I can't give away a ton of details, but it is one-on-one -on -one boxing training um, by you and your coach that you come in and you go through a very specific regiment of training. Um, so that's something that I would really definitely look out for. I would look out for that opportunity in your gym, um, wherever it is that you guys are working out at. Um, but definitely, you know, the 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 main priority is to, to get better at boxing, to excel at boxing, to increase our confidence, to use the program for what it's for. So if you're showing up consistency, consistently, then you're you're definitely getting getting the perks out of the program. Um, I personally do these workouts myself, and I still learn something every single day that I come in um, and train from our Legends coaches. So they do a great job. So look out for the skills program. That's coming up soon. Um, and it will be available at your, your legends boxing next question. Okay. What's your method to be mentally ready for a fight? Not just physically ready. Oh, wow. That's a great question. Um, so it's been a number of years since I've fought. Um, but what I would constantly do, uh, to get mentally ready is that I would watch old fight footage, 
Um, I would consistently stay training. I would feel have that confidence of knowing that I'm going in there with a game plan with my coach. Um, but getting mentally ready usually was that about hour before getting into the ring for me. Um, it was, you know, for me, it was always so exciting and I'm getting a fight and I'm leading up and the training was always very hard, especially towards the end of my, my boxing, uh, amateur career. It was, it was very rigorous training. Um, but leading up the night of the fight, never too, you know, really like I was excited. It was happy. It wasn't like the night before Christmas. I always was able to sleep fine, but it was that hour before the fight. So like, for example, um, I can remember all the way back to my very first fight. Um, and it was, it was hosted at the XSI location, uh, here in Utah. And I remember my coach, like I had been kind of wandering around and chatting with people and kind of being my, you know, normal goofy self. And, um, I remember my coach, he kind of like, pulled me aside and was like, Hey, I need you to get your mind right here. Okay. I need you to, to understand what it is that you're doing and that you're about to get into a boxing ring. And so I need you to go into a corner and I need you to think about how serious this is actually going to be. It's not really a joke. And I went, okay, wow. Okay. And that really kind of hit home. And that's really where I did. I put my headphones on, I sat in a corner and I started thinking about it, but the reality of it really didn't set in until I remember I'm geared up, I'm ready. I had already warmed up. I started feeling a little of the nerves happening while I was warming up, but then I'm right there standing ready to walk into the ring. And then here's my opponent and I can see him across the other side of the gym. And man, that's when it just, everything went red. And all I could think about was when that bell rings, I'm just going to put my foot on the gas pedal and I'm not going to stop punching until the round is over. And 45 seconds later, the fight was over and first round, I get the victory and it was awesome. So for me, it was really like that hour before you're going to get in the ring when it's really setting in, you, you're starting to warm up, you've getting those gloves on, your hands are already wrapped. And that was just like such an awesome feeling. But it really just kind of helped me zone in and really know, okay, it's time to go to work. So yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of like what I would do, uh, kind of for mental preparation, I guess. But number one, I would think it was always just me confident, confidence of, with my training, training really hard, knowing that I've done what it takes to prepare myself to get in the ring. And that always helped me to kind of go in there confidently knowing you know, the outcome was going to be mine. I was going to come out with the W. Um, let's see. Question number three. Let's see. Why do we train with 16 ounce gloves? That's a great question. That's a great question. There are all sorts of different ounces of gloves. Um, and in professionals, they use different kinds of ounces for competition gloves In amateur boxing. We use different kinds of ounces for, for competition, um, in training, in my opinion, um, if I'm using a 16 ounce glove, that's kind of a roundabout. A lot of pros actually will use up to an 18 or 20 ounce glove um, because one, you're building for power, you're building muscle endurance, um, you're working on the fast twitch fibers of those. Um, and 
then when you get down into a competition type glove, man, they feel like you're hardly even wearing anything on your hands at all. So another example, I, when I would train really hard, um, I actually would wear weighted gloves where they actually in the wrist support, you put actual weights in there. So each hand had about four pounds of weight in the wrist support. And I'd, do a couple days a week with those on and you're really helping to build punch power stamina uh the ability to throw quicker because if i can snap a punch with a weighted glove then you go and put a 12 ounce glove on my hand which is at my weight class what we typically fought at back in those days was a 12 ounce glove it, it was like nothing like i had nothing on my hands and so again we go back to People who come to Legends want to box, and most people don't. They want to work out. Okay, great. Well, let's give them an exceptionally awesome workout and put some 16-ounce gloves on your hands and watch how much more of those muscles are going to get sore, right? You take two more ounces from your starter gloves, which are roughly about 14 ounces, and then you jump up to a tough three or a tough four or a, a heritage-style glove, and man, you're going to feel a difference. I promise you're going to feel a difference rotating those arms all the way over. So, so yeah, also for protection for your hands. And if you get into the sparring ring, it's a good idea to wear a heavier glove. It has more padding. It's going to absorb more shock when it comes to the punch. It's going to help protect both you and the person that you're sparring with. So great question. 14 ounce and 12 ounce gloves are great to develop for hand speed, to work different things like double end bags for smaller targeting, getting used to and familiar. But in in most cases, I would say you're going to be just fine working with a 16 ounce glove. Great questions, guys. I really, these are great. This is fun. Um, let's see. Question number four. It says, what advice would you give to a mom of three that hasn't worked out in five years who's looking to box? I would say if you can find somebody to watch your children or if your children can come and hang out with an iPad, even if your kids are old enough, come and bring them in for a workout. But I would say come. I would just say show up like that. That's number one. Okay. Legends. If, if you guys have been listening, especially if you've listened to the very first one, we do what it is that we do to change people's lives. We just use boxing as that catalyst. And we are experts at taking the beginner who has never boxed before and turning you into a boxer. And we are going to do it at your pace. So whoever sent this question, I couldn't be more happy about this question. I want you to feel very confident in knowing it's going to go at your pace. We are going to do the things that you're capable of doing. We are going to encourage you, but we are going to teach you the fundamentals of boxing and conditioning at the level that you're capable of doing. We have modifications for everything that we do. We want you to feel very comfortable and we want you to feel very welcome. So please come in, bring your kids. We'll figure it out. But we want first and foremost, you to just come in and be able to experience and have fun and learn some boxing at the exact same time. So please come on in. That would be my advice to any of you mothers out there, single moms, you're, you're the hardest workers out there. So bring your kids, find somebody to babysit them. But my biggest advice to you is just show on up, come over, start a free class. I promise you won't regret it. Number four, 
can non-members come to spar? We do have a specific sparring program and sparring. Uh, I want you to be very, you want to be very clear. Sparring is, it is dangerous. Okay. In a controlled environment, things can happen. Okay. We control it very much. We require all sorts of approved equipment from gloves to headgear to groin protectors to mouth guards. We match weights between 15 pounds. We are constantly monitoring with a coach there at all times. Our coaches in themselves have to be certified with our sparring program. They have to be certified in mitts. They have to be head coach certified and they have to get sparring certified. We actually just went through a sparring certification that while being heavily monitored, there were some things that happened. And so sparring is dangerous. Can someone from another gym come to Legends and train? They can, but there has to be the same requirements. They have to go through the exact same things that we require our members to do. First and foremost, they need to be registered with USA Boxing. Okay, that is critical. That has to happen. We are registered clubs with USA Boxing. And with that, our members in the sparring ring need to be registered with USA Boxing as an athlete. Okay, so that's number one. They need to come in and be approved by the coach and or owner, by the facility, the place they're coming in. So they need to prove their USA Boxing. They need to have all of their gear inspected by the head coach and approved before they're allowed to get into the ring. They need to understand the rules and the member expectations when it comes to being a, a part of the sparring program. So the short answer is yes, other members or, or non-members can come and be a part of the sparring program. Um, but it can't like, they can't come and be a part of it. They can come. Let me rephrase that. They can come on invitation like once or twice, but if it's going to be a consistent thing, then they they're better off to be a member and they need to be a member because I am a believer in allowing people to get different looks and be able to have other maybe people who are more experienced or have had fights come in. But those non-members, you guys need to respect our program, the way we run our sparring program. And so it, it, it's kind of an evaluation. Short answers, yes. It's more of also an evaluation by the coach and the owner and those types of things. But we do run a very strict sparring program. And so that's why we want to make sure that it's safe and that everybody's abiding by the rules. That includes people who are not member at Legends. Complicated question. It's a complicated one. Will Legends consider doing some type of gym games where other gyms compete in different activities. I love that idea. I actually really do love that idea. Um, I, I actually, I, 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 the answer is, I don't know. Like it, like, I don't want to say no and I don't want to say yes, but I have, I have personally thought of that before um, in my bountiful location located here in Northern Utah. Um, 
I'm surrounded by all sorts of other fitness gyms. I'm surrounded. I got a, a CrossFit. Uh, I've got a F45. I've got an EOS Fitness, a Vasa, a Burn Boot Camp, Planet Fitness. Like they're all just right around me. And I would love to be able to put something that together and, and be able to do something and do that competition. And, and with people who are in elite level boxing shape, I am so confident can hang with any other type of exercise or game that we would do, like the type of conditioning that we do here at legends, like you legends members that are listening right now, you should be damn proud of yourselves for the things that you guys can do like dragon walks and walking planks and all of the things that we have you guys do in classes that don't have anything really to do with hitting a heavy bag or learning boxing. It's all about the conditioning of the muscles. So yeah, I would love to do something like that, but the answer, maybe. Can't say yes, can't say no, but fantastic question. Great idea. Thank you for asking that. Um, would you guys ever host a fight tournament to see who is the best from each gym? Well, you know, I just plugged October 6th, so submit your application. Go to legendsboxing.com forward slash fight. There is an application available that you can fill out for the October 6th fight. And, you know, like what I what I want to also touch on that is we are a tribe. We're a national tribe. And it's not really about who's the best gym and who's the better. It's kind of when it comes to a boxing match, I've always gone who came in more prepared, who came more ready, who's sticking to their game plan the most, who's being the most effective inside that ring. So it's not really about who's going to be better, but it is definitely going to be gym versus gym. And it's on the individual. It's on the individual who's stepping into that ring to come prepared, to come ready, and to bring it inside the ring to the game plan of their choice that they've come up with with the coach. So, yeah, I would say we definitely give that opportunity. That is happening October 6th. So look out for it. Let's see, what was the most stressful fight day as a coach? Oh, wow. Oh, man. I'm really kind of glad I didn't read these questions beforehand. Um, what was the most stressful fight day as a coach? Let's see. So, like, man, it was so long ago, my first fight that I cornered somebody that I don't remember that being stressful. In fact, I think my very first fight that I cornered was Cade, um, his first time back in the ring since he was a kid. Um, Oh, okay. My, the most stressful fight day as a coach. Um, I think it was our very first EFN with FitCon. Um, I can't remember what year it was, maybe 2018. And we had bought a ring and it was a new ring and we, we bought it specifically just for fight nights. And it was manufactured by a custom place uh, somewhere in the Midwest. Uh, I can't remember all the details and I'll, shorten the story up as much as I can. Um, and it, you know, it was our first time at FitCon, So we wanted to be really prepared and we had everything all kind of dialed in and, you know, Marcus wing, the, the, you know, four FX production was on the scene and I was supposed to be there on Wednesday to set up and the fights on a Saturday. And I was supposed to be there on Wednesday to kind of set up the ring already. And plus it's a brand new ring. I'd never seen it before. I had no idea what to expect on as far as installing it. Um, and Wednesday comes around and, and there's no ring. 
and I don't know what to do. And so I'm trying to coach boxing classes Wednesday night at the exact same time. I'm trying to contact somebody and locate where the ring is and when it's going to be here. And uh, I finally get a hold of somebody and, you know, they get down to the bottom of it and it is on a train. Like it was shipped by a train and it's not going to be here until Saturday morning at like 8 a.m. And so I'm like, okay, we got this. Let's do this. How do we make this work? Just kind of like how we've always done through the history of legends. And so I recruit my son, Joe. Thank you, Joe. If you're listening, I appreciate that. And I recruit my wife, Kelly, and they were both badass rock stars. And we rented a U-Haul truck and we drove down to the Estes Depot Center in West Valley, Utah. And we're there at like seven in the morning. And, you know, long story, even shorter. They loaded it up. We got it down to the Salt Palace about 10 a.m. I started setting this thing up together. We had to have it set up for some, I believe there were some Muay Thai fights that were going on right before our fights. And they were starting at like 5 p.m. And I think at like 4.35, I had everything done and the ring ready to go. And then it was like, Okay, change my clothes and start wrapping our fighters hands and start getting that going. And that worked out to be one of our coolest. I, in my opinion, if my memory serves, it was one of our absolute coolest EFNs. It was such a great show. Um, but yeah, to answer it, that was probably my most stressful time as a coach. Um, because of the preparation and, you know, but Hey, it, it makes for a great story. You look back on it and it got done. We accomplished it. We had a great night. Everybody had a, such a fun time, uh, and a great after party afterwards. So let's see, you know, I'm really loving these questions. We've got a few more. Let's see. Oh, I actually, I really like this question. I don't want to skip over this at all. Um, Okay. It, it's, I'm scared to start sparring. Do you have any recommendations for a beginner? Um, absolutely. It, it is an intimidating environment, boxing. It, it can be very scary. So very understandable. And that actually will help you. So if you are thinking about sparring um, to all those who are listening and you are thinking about it, please have a conversation with your head coach. Have them observe you, have them monitor you. They are teaching you real form and real boxing, but then have them help you get a little bit more confidence with your defense and kind of mentally thinking about, you know, this isn't a heavy bag at this point now. I need to start mentally preparing myself for the fact that, that someone's going to actually be punching me back. So being more defensively sound, hands are always coming back to your face. I'm putting my head off center line as I'm throwing punches. I'm moving my feet and I'm moving my head when I'm done throwing combinations. I'm not done until the bell rings. That's another thing that we want to try to always work towards. We want to try to finish throughout the round. You don't get to call timeout in a sparring session or in, in a fight, I should say. You do get to call timeout in a sparring session, but when you do get to the point for competition, you don't get to call timeout. So I would just say, number one, understand that everybody getting into a sparring ring for their first time is nervous. Uh, and that use those nerves to help you stay safe. Use them to help your keep your hands by your face. Use them to help you to get away from punches. Um, and and know that everybody started out the exact same way. Uh, let's go a few more. 
And these are really fun, like really fun. Um, why is it important to shadow box? That's a great question. Shadow boxing, a uh, couple of reasons, in my opinion. Number one, I want to shadow box as if I was actually hitting a, a target. I want to learn how to control my punches, number one. If I'm throwing a punch and I'm hitting nothing but air, I don't want to overextend. I don't want to pop my shoulder. I don't want to mess up any of my muscles while I'm doing that. So I want to learn how to control those punches without even hitting a target. Number two reason I think that's important is statistically in boxing, we are going to miss far more punches than we land. And it actually exhausts you more to miss a punch than it does to land a punch. So you get more fatigued. So if we are training our bodies to miss punches all the time by shadow boxing, it's going to help our conditioning level while in a boxing ring. Okay. So great question. Thank you. Thank you again, guys, for submitting these questions. These are really, really fun. What is the best way to avoid injury? That is really simple. There's, I mean, number one, the first is technique, technique and form. Okay, that in anything that you do, that's the best way to prevent injury. Even if you're doing a squat or a bicep curl or a bench press, if you're doing it correctly, then you are absolutely removing as much possibility for injury. There's always risk in everything, but doing different supplementation and, we'll, you know, I don't want to go into a bunch of different ones, but there are supplements out there that you can start adding into your routine and your regiments. You can reduce things in your body like sugar um, that will help you to maintain strong muscle fibers, and it's going to help you to prevent injury at that point. Nutrition is also an amazing thing. So, um, you know, talking about nutrition to people who are very educated, finding out what your metabolic type is, um, you know, following a good nutrition regimen will help you stay conditioned. Your body will be in, in good shape and it'll be able to handle all of these different kinds of hard impact and heavy things that we do um, for boxing, just in boxing in general, not even just at Legends. So good question, um, but those, those are definitely some things that you can do to help prevent yourself from getting injured. Making sure your hands are properly wrapped also because boxing, our hands are something that get injured, can get injured really, really easily. So, um, you know, making sure your hands are properly wrapped, that your gloves are adequate, that you haven't just worn the, the stuffing down too much. So these are some other key things that you guys want to keep a note on and make sure you're checking regularly. Um, last one. What should we do if my knuckle starts to hurt during class? That's a great question. Um, that can be like I was just touching on. It can be how your hands are wrapped. Uh, it can be how your glove is positioned in the glove. It can be how tight of a fist you're making. Um, like if I'm making too loose of a fist or if I have too much here uh, underneath my palm that doesn't allow me to really make a tight fist. These are indications that can happen. Um, uh, how you're hitting the heavy bag is an indication of it. Uh, again, everybody's hands are different. So I've heard things like sometimes a tendon inside your knuckle can kind of roll itself over. So kind of taking a break from that or lightening up how you're punching, maybe switching from a heavy bag to a double end bag. Like these are, these are key things that can happen. But um, I used to ice my hands constantly as I trained. Um, and so that's not a bad idea either to maybe do 20 minutes of ice after you're done training, uh, try to help keep inflammation down. 
Um, you know, there's break in period in just about everything that we do. And especially in boxing, your joints and your knuckles and fingers and bones and all of that kinds of stuff. It really kind of has to get broken in. It's got to get, you know, used to all this pounding that it's never really been used to. So if you're new to boxing, it's pretty normal. Um, but most of the time you're probably talking about your middle knuckles. Um, and those, those are pretty common in the boxing world. And so those recommendations that I just said would, would probably be some good things to start adding to your regiment. Um, but you know, again, this was a lot of fun guys. It's about all the time we have. Um, again, remember share this, click it, like it, give me a comment. Let me know how I'm doing. Ask some more questions. I really enjoy doing these and I really enjoy uh, having people on. So if you want to be a guest, also, we've put some, uh, some fillers out there. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, fill out that information and we'll reach out. Thanks again, guys.